Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsenthemindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Um, where are you off to? I'm going to check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and space-themed donuts. Yum. What else do they got? They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal? Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on 5th Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Donut, stop believing. What you drinking? My favorite drink ever. Pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweet's Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweet's Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only. I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine. Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, they also got an awesome Instagram page. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot... Uh, <clears throat> no, no, that's all wrong. Hold on. Coutinho is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What no. are you doing? Trying to record this ad for Coutinho Sauce Company. Coutinho? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verde, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry. Yep, that's it. My favorite is Ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, because they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit CatinoSauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Catino Sauce Company, Jacob, will appreciate that. Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Fall in! All right, all right, everybody take a seat, grab a drink, let's get this show started. Three, two, one, and Nanu Nanu, Crystal. You can't say Nanu Nanu. Why not? Because that was Robin Williams and he's dead. And? 
Well, that's disrespectful. I don't see why. And it wasn't him. It was Mork. <laughs> Mork from York. Mork from Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Mork. But he was Mork from York. Oh, was he? Yeah, I don't he, know. he was from York. You were in high school during that time? Um, no. When no. you were, when that show was around, is that why? No, that was before my time. But I still liked it. I've seen the 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 commercials. The I've commercial. seen the the preview or not you the reruns. previews, the rerun. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm from Mexico. Words are hard. <laughs> so, anyways, um, why am I uh, speaking in? Uh, where is he from? York. York. In Yorkanese. Why am I speaking in Yorkanese? I don't know. Um, what's the show about today? Oh, it's about said, our own York, our own Mork. Our own Arizona Mork. has a Mork. They, we do? Yeah, we have a Mork. How is that? Um, a guy who literally well, went to visit York. Yeah, but he's not an alien. That's true. So we have a Mork friend. We have an experience. We sure, have a Mindy. I'm sure we have more than just one uh, Mork. I know, but or, we have a Mindy, so that's what we should call people who meet um, aliens. They're the Mindy's because mm. Mark and Mindy. We have a whole new name. Maybe we just started a Hashtag thing now. Hashtag Mindy. So if you ever met an alien, you are now a Mindy. A Mindy. Oh, is that kind of like a Karen? That's yeah, but they're nice and they're they're believable and they're trustworthy because they didn't turn them in. Oh wait, so Mindy didn't turn them in. Yeah, so if you're a Mindy, that means that you are a friend of the Mark. So if you turn in the Mark, you're a Kindy. You're yeah. a Karen Mindy. Yes, you're a Kindy. You can laugh, by the way. You just can't laugh into the mic and blow everybody's eardrums. That's all. So I'm just letting you know. Because I see you over there struggling. I am struggling. Because apparently I laugh too loud. Well, the these podcast. mics are just very sensitive. Mm. Um, we're getting new mics. They're Karens. They're, they're Karens. They're <laughs> sensitive. They pick up everything. So next week. We're getting Mindy's. We're getting Mindy's. And they're. Um, they're better mics. They'll be better. And well, then I can laugh freely. Hopefully they come in soon. But anyways, I think for now we are good to go as long as you don't blow up uh, people's, people's eardrums. The thing about That's these hard. mics too is they pick up all of my uh, shitty sounds as well. Every mm. every mistake I make. Pa- purples. Peoples. <laughs> um, And they also pick up this delicious sound. Ooh. You have been drinking that. It's like a, it's like an ad. I'm drinking some absinthe, of course, from our sponsors, Absinthe Minded, mixed in with some orange, fresh squeezed orange juice, lime mm, juice, fancy mint leaves, and some club soda, and then I, I sprinkled it with a little bit of uh, uh, honey on top. Mix it all together. And now you got yourself a nice sweet citrusy drink. That sounds something like um, 20 years from now, the grandmothers will say, "Oh, you got COVID. You need to have absinthe." Some fresh orange juice, mint, and some honey, and that cures the COVID. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Absinthe-minded cures COVID. It does. I hope I hope the boys over at uh, Absinthe-minded don't don't mind that we give away their secret. <laughs> well, no, because now everyone will want to buy it because they got the COVID. That's and right. We got to get rid of the COVID so our kids can go back to school. Yep. Everybody drink Absinthe-minded. Yes. You know what would go great with this uh, drink right now? I think I know. A little bit of strike force. Yes. I'm actually uh, not joking. I want to try to mix it in. Next time I'm going to mix in some strike force. Maybe the lime. The lime one. Oh, okay. So Um, next week you're going to have. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Um, see. But uh, mixing some strike force in there. You know how you can get yourself a little discount? 
How? Well, 20% discount. Use promo code FALLEN360. Promo. When you go to strikeforceenergy.com, um, put in the little promo code FALLEN360, get yourself a little 20% off discount. Doesn't hurt, right? Nope. And you get yourself some delicious drinks, no sugar, no calories, all that good stuff. All the energy, none of the naughty. But anyways, do you think aliens like uh, absinthe? Yeah, maybe. I think it came from aliens. So we're we're like way deep into the show now. We haven't even talked about <laughs> what the actual topic is. Um, obviously, welcome to another episode of uh, Tales from the Guard Tower. Tales from the Guard Tower. Oh, that was that was spooky. Mm. Are you getting sick? Is that COVID or, <laughs> or is not, that a spooky voice COVID. you're making? Um, that I know. I'm usually not good with voices, but that one came out. <gasps> Maybe I'm possessed by an alien. Maybe I mm-hmm. don't think aliens possess people, but there's a lot we don't know. There is a lot. There's a lot you don't know. Oh, I myself know a lot. Okay. Hey, how delicious this drink is! But seriously. Um, uh, welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Guard Tower. Um, this is the uh, the the time where me and Crystal literally lock ourselves in a guard tower. In case yeah. in case you were never in the military or experienced what it feels like to be in a guard tower for 12 or 14, 16 hours at a time. Very boring. Very boring. Uh, normally, if you're lucky, you get a partner. You get somebody uh, you get uh, stuck with, and hopefully you like that person. Uh, even if you don't like them, you you most likely will end up becoming some sort of uh, uh, buddies, uh, friends after that, just because you have nothing else better to do. Uh, but if you really don't like someone, then that really sucks. But yes. uh, for the most part, um, what you end up doing is you end up sharing stories. You end up sharing mm-hmm. stories. You end up sharing. In the military, uh, there is no no line uh, that you can cross, right? Everything is, is, is up for grabs, and you talk about everything and anything and and this is the kind of stuff that we like to talk about when we do Tales from the Guard Tower. So all the weird shit that's out there, right? Um, we've talked about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, well, the, the last episode was, uh, was, a, was a pretty big one. Uh, and that's actually becoming uh, very, very quickly uh, one of the most popular shows out of the over 80 shows we've recorded. Uh, it's going to be the number one here in the next few days, just uh, as far as listeners go. Um, it was a very uh, special episode. We talked about the missing and uh, murdered women of Juarez. Apparently, that's a hot topic right now because um, there's a bunch of other podcasts that are kind of duplicating the same thing that, that we did. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of people talking about that, too, and femicide and everything else. So, anyways, so it's not always about weird stuff. It's about, you know, hot topics. It's about things that's going on out there. But, you know, today today's a fun one. Today's mm-hmm. a light one. I think we're going to have fun. Uh, today, we're talking about... Fire in the sky. Do you know what that that is, Crystal? What what where that story comes comes from? Is it a cap campground? Campground? What's that? That sounds like a campground, like the name of a campground. Uh, fire in the sky. Yeah. And it should be, but it's the well one. It's the name of a of a movie, and I believe it's also the name of the book that was written by Travis Walton, who had an experience with aliens. And a spaceship here in Arizona. Oh, so he's like our, our neighbor, basically. That's, yeah, that's why you, I, I, I thought that's who you were calling, uh, uh, what's her name, More, uh, Mindy. Mindy, I yes. that's who you were saying. Yeah, so Mindy. she's Mindy, he, or he's Mindy, because he was a friend of the Oh, I don't know if he was a friend. Oh. We'll find out more. Have you, have you read the notes 
for the show at all? Or I did. Really, well, like, that he was. It? Oh, I guess he's not a friend yeah. because he told the story. Well, not not just that, but did you see what happened to him? What he claims was done to him? I saw, I all read right, the, let's let's get into this. I read the you, notes. <laughs> like like three guys, three alien guys took him. I didn't I didn't read anything about. Did they do something to him? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know. Three alien guys. Actually, there's a lot more to the story than that. According to him, obviously, we have no no other accounts. Um, we have, however, uh, five accounts uh, from others, his buddies um, that witnessed. Um, so the, what uh, happened? That witnessed the yeah. uh, the UFO, right? All right, so let's get into it then. So for everybody out there and Crystal here, Thank I'm, you. here's the story. Tell me the story. <laughs> I read the bullet points. You read nothing. I. All right, I listen. If if you want to watch the movie, now the movie Fire in the Sky is um, obviously it's a movie. So yes, it's based on this book written by Travis Walton, but I'm sure they added a bunch of dramatic stuff in there and everything else. So, um, but from his accounts, so. Uh, 1975, let me get the actual uh, notes up here so I can get the dates correct. I know all the other little things around there, but uh, it was November 5th, 1975. I kind of feel like this is a campfire, and we're sitting around the campfire, and you're telling me a story. Yeah. You're like, it's November 5th. November 5th, 1975, on a night just like tonight. So um, Travis Walton um, was working. He was a logger. In Arizona, he was working up in the Apache uh, Greaves National Forest area. So I don't know if I said that correctly, Greaves. I've never, I'm pretty sure I've been there. I just never, I, I know the Snowflake area. That's mm-hmm. that's what I know that as. And that's exactly where they were near Snorf, snor, Snorkelflake. Is that Snor- like by ASU? Snowflake. No. Get it? But I get it. I Thank get you. it. I get it. Snowflake, Arizona is actually by Payson. Uh, it's actually northeast of Payson, mm-hmm. um, Sholo area. If you oh, know where Sholo is, this nice is just area. a little bit north of Sholo. Very nice, very, very pretty. Very pretty, a lot of trees. Uh, so anyways, this guy's a logger. is working with another team of, um, I think it's a team of six, so five other guys. They're out there. Now, according to the, the book and his encounter uh, or his, his, his story, um, he was dating, I believe, the guy, the the guy that ran the crew, the the, the leader, the the team lead, if you will. Um, Squad his, leader. His, uh, I believe it was his his daughter, not not his daughter, his sister, his younger sister or something. So they kind of had you know good relationship, so they knew each other well. Uh, but there was another guy on the team too that was, uh, I believe, you know, one of those guys that was in and out of jail and. Logging is one of those jobs where, you know, I think it's like construction where a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, convicted felons and people like that of that nature, if you will, uh, might be uh, attracted to them. And, you know, you can. Right. So um, and then the other guys were just local guys, friends, you know, they all kind of knew each other. And um, that was the background on on these guys. Right. And so on this early morning day they all rode together because they would mm-hmm. all take one truck I, I don't know they'd meet up somewhere and then they'd all take one truck one vehicle well at the end of their shift they were driving back home and it was already getting late it was dark uh, as they're driving back down the road they noticed this uh, big bright light uh, on the side of the road and they decided to stop and take a look when they when they when they got closer they noticed it was like some kind of saucer 
floating in the air with big bright lights coming down. So this guy, Travis Walton, being curious, I guess, uh, stepped out. Maybe brave. Uh, sure. Maybe. I mean, maybe give him some credit. He was brave. He's like, oh, that's weird. Let me get closer. But brave for what, though? What was he trying to prove, right? Oh, no, it's fucking weird. I want to it touch is weird. it. No, I mean, you're, you're right. Yeah. You're brave, but also... Well, yeah, we'll leave it at that. That doesn't mean you're bright just because you're brave. Yeah, well. If you're lucky, you get both. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he uh, ended up going. And apparently, uh, what the witnesses say, these other five guys, is that he was lifted off the ground. Mm -hmm. At that point, these guys were not brave (laughs) because they took off. No. Yeah, they (laughs) They took off. And then, apparently, after some shouting and yelling and trying to figure out what's going on, they quickly did a U-turn, turned back around. He's gone. The saucer's gone. Lights are gone. Everything's gone. So that's it. That's the end of that story. Okay, so we're done? Yep, that's it. Goodbye, okay, everybody. Bye. Take care. It's a great story. <laughs> so weird. No, uh, there's more. Uh, so they go back home. They're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, what do I we do? What do, what do? I mean, what do we tell people that we that this guy got taken by a, a flying saucer, a UFO, Um you know, so they, they they go to some tavern, they kind of meet up, and, and they call the sheriffs. The sheriffs comes in, they interview them and all that. At this point, it's looking a little suspicious because they didn't go directly to the cops. They kind of went to this place to kind of regroup, tell their story. Well, during this time, um, you know, the national news uh, gets wind of this, and so, you know, people are coming out because they see this as kind of a missing person, also like maybe a murder case or something, so... They're scouring the areas where these guys said they saw him last, and uh, nobody can find anything. These guys end up taking a polygraph test at some point where it ends up being inconclusive. So they didn't necessarily pass, but they, 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 it, it basically means that they're not lying, mm-hmm. right? So, or they couldn't find anything. But for five guys to all come out that way, um, there's something there. That's what gets me is that. That the that when five people all have the same story, and they never kind of like, it does you know they never no one ever just says no one breaks like right. no one broke and be like just get it we killed him and he's in the forest or there's something. a lot of people that think this is a hoax even still to this day but you're right like someone would have broke yeah because it's a lot of people even if it was a hoax to make money at the time which some people thought because that was the hype the high of the alien abductions yeah. and stuff like that. And so people got famous for being abducted. It was, you know, it was that time. The 70s, baby. The 90s would have been the time to make money off the coming out hoax. Right. Yeah. Like, yep. like saying. Because they made $5,000 each, I believe, from the National Enquirer mm-hmm. uh, for having the best. Uh, let me look it up to be accurate. Uh, let me see. Uh, UFO. The National Enquirer awarded Walton and his co-workers, so all of them, a $5,000 prize for best UFO case of the year. So, to do it for $5,000, I'm sure $5,000 is a lot. I mean, that would be a lot for, for us right now. It'd yeah. be great. It's a little bonus. But back then... I lie all the time and no one gives me anything. You do what? I you mean lie nothing. all the time? I thought you say you Never. lay all the time. No, I lie yeah. all the time. So, anyways... um. The um, so to do it for that, that sounds a little weird and 
I don't know. I, I don't I don't buy it that they would. Plus, how would they know that they're going to get this prize, right? So to say they organized it to get this, you know, UFO story of the yeah. year, that's weird. So you can't. Or to get, I mean, there's some, because that was probably like. Maybe one guy Instagram. would want to be famous, but not everybody. Yeah. I it Like, I'm trying to put myself in, like, is that the people who, like, will do anything for for likes like the youtubers that are all now in trouble because they've gone are way you saying too far. these guys did it for the gram they did it, they for, did it the for the gram, gram but i guess the inquire so the q they did it for the the ink maybe you know but because five, they wanted, six guys i know but i i know i get it but i do also like see that people think that people are just doing crazy things now for so attention. now you're saying they could have done it they could have no, I'm saying that I'm supporting that argument for the moment that people think that people are only they're like kids these days or, you know, YouTube. But I think people have always been doing trying to do things like that. So I think it would make sense that there would be doubters. Yeah, no, like, I, I you know, it. that's what I'm saying. They were just early um, YouTubers. <laughs> Yeah, they um, and the, just to be fair too, the Walton family, his older brother and his mother, uh, have been described by the Navajo County, uh, Arizona Sheriff's Department, as longtime students of UFOs. Um, so, um, let me see. So, anyways, that's a little sketchy. But once again, it wasn't just him. Yes. How how would this guy convince five other tough dudes? I remember one of them was a uh, convicted uh, felon. Um, yeah. And, and let me let me correct that. I don't know if he was a convicted felon, but I know he had a record. And he was one of the guys they were looking into as one oh. of the murderers or something happened. Uh, and they were accusing this guy, and they were saying maybe the other guys covered for him because or they so were involved the, or something. the police That's thought. what the police were thinking. That's what some of the media was thinking while this guy was missing. And so that's why I bring up this one guy. Um, and so it was just really weird. Uh, but once again, let's go back over the, the, the facts. So this guy goes, to he disappears. These guys come back. They go to a tavern, kind of regroup. They call the sheriffs. They tell their story. Um, news and media gets involved. Um, the, the police and sheriffs start thinking foul play. Uh, they start blaming this one guy. They're thinking maybe they all got involved by, you know, helping him get rid of the body or something. And that's kind of where we're at now, right? Uh, so, um, obviously, when I said, you know, Walton and, and the rest of the guys got this $5,000 prize for best UFO story of the year, we know that he he's alive, right? He comes back. So, five days later, mm -hmm. he calls one of, I think it was uh, one of his family members from a phone on the side of the road where they come find him and they find him naked in a phone booth. He's laying naked. So, now he's got these weird marks all over his body. Mm -hmm. This is where, you know, um, um, this is where we, earlier when I mentioned, I don't think he's friends with these oh, aliens because they were they probing him. Apparently, him according to him, they probed him. They took blood samples. They did all kinds of experiments on him for those five days. Mm -hmm. uh, he claims at first, and I think this is where you were kind of, um, uh, I think this is where you were, uh, what you were talking about, about the three aliens or three he described them as three short um, creatures with large heads 
And then he says um, that that's when he first woke up in like a, a hospital-like environment with lights all over him and these three creatures. Then he claims um, that he was taken by humanoid people or humans, Ooh, uh, people that look Mindy's. taller, more human-like, um, very different from the original three that he mentioned. So, and then more experiments happened. Um, like I said, he was, you know, he was found with different scars and 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 uh, markings all throughout his body, kind of like what you would see, like with an IV, and when people were poking and prodding you, your body and taking blood and all types of different, you know, samples, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he was found. And so, anyways, that's that's the story. That's how he comes back. He gets found. Um, obviously, after that, there's no no there's no murder. There's no missing case he's oh, found, he's so back. there's nothing you can really do. I mean, all you can charge these guys with was, like, fraudulent charges, but they never charged, they never said he was missing. They ne- I mean, well, I guess he said he's missing, but they told their story. They said what happened. Yeah. It's not like they said, we don't know, and then they were, they, play, they played a prank on everyone. Yeah. They said he got taken by some freaking alien. Yeah. And then he comes back, so... Um, how do you prove that, right? So nothing ever came of that, obviously. No one was, was charged with anything. Uh, and then Travis Walton went on to be Travis Walton. He wrote a book, and there was a movie made of it, and now he travels. And this is where people still get a little freaked out because someone like that, you would think, well, you know, you went through this dramatic event. Why would you want to relive it? But he goes to all these, like, alien conventions all the time these sci-fi conventions he's 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 everywhere signing book but if um, those are the only people that are going to listen to you and you're still trying to process it it's kind of like if you were you know a female that was sexually assaulted and there was no one to listen you might go to like you need to process it so you might want to be around people that believe you yeah that's true and um if if this is true, you're right because I know people are probably thinking like you just compared, you know, this no, alien guy. No, no, but, but yeah. hold, on, hold on, let me. Uh, I think you're you're not you're not wrong because technically, let's say this is true. Yeah, he was sexually assaulted. Yeah, or or, or assaulted in some way, harassed. Right. I mean, his, he, if you're naked against your will and they're poking and prodding you. Uh, even though it's not sexually, I mean, but maybe they did. Maybe they took yeah. a semen sample. Maybe they, they did rectal exams. Who knows? I'm just saying, like, yeah. they took your blood. All that, if you're laying there naked uh, against your will and they're poking and prodding you, that's that's sexual harassment, sexual yeah. assault. That's all those things. So let's pretend this is real. Let's pretend mm-hmm. this is 100% real. You're not wrong by comparing it. Now, it might sound silly because when you go to these events you, you or these UFO things, mm-hmm. you're like, you see little green men and people dressed in wonky silliness and and a lot of the people are just there for the show and the fun uh and so that's what makes it weird you don't go to a a a convention for you know victim of sexual assault and you see women dressed up in funny costumes and being like dancing around and and everybody kind of celebrating and you know uh, dressing up as their favorite you know characters yeah or whatever but if that's the only people because so that's why yeah that's why it's weird you know to compare those two but in reality if if it was true like Mm -hmm. those two kind of go hand in hand he he is technically now the question is why wouldn't he just go to a uh, a convention for for people who've been sexually harassed or abused or because, a doctor oh, or something else, right? the same reason why you laughed at me. So also it comes to what does he believe? So say it didn't happen, 
But in his mind, he believed this happened. So he going to a therapist is going to be very hard for to find a therapist who is going to let you live in that. They're going to want to challenge you and bring you back to reality. Or they're going to suggest medicine. But there's not too many therapists that are going to be like, I believe you. You were abducted. So everyone's going to try and get him all the, I believe the medical professionals and the behavioral health professionals are going to try and get him to not believe that anymore. Right. They're not going to let him. And for whatever reason, he wants to believe that or he, he, he just believes it. I mean, our brains are weird. So he was a victim. And even if it takes getting laughed at by 20 people, that 21st person that acknowledges it and said, yeah, I believe you, would be very therapeutic, I imagine, for him. Yeah. So what do you think actually happened? Um, the things, because I, I see both sides. I see both sides. That there's no f- facts, but the, my red flags are, one, it seemed that everyone was trying to discount this. Like no, like the deputies, everybody discounted it. Even Hollywood, when they made the movie, they got someone to come in and rewrite it to give it some snazz for the movie. The reality is that if he was just trying to do it, it was a fake story. He could have done all that that pizzazz, but he didn't. He left it a pretty boring, so to speak, story. He didn't go into a whole lot of details and that's usually when you can spot a liar is they start filling in details so the fact that he he does leave a lot of holes is like he's not trying to fill anything so to me that's a red flag that i i'm on the believe him side um but he didn't leave a lot of holes though he wrote a whole book i know but the book's close to the movie i'm just saying the the movie makes things even more Mm-hmm. But he did, this is this is considered, just so you know, I don't know how much into the UFO or alien world you get into or dive into or believe in, no. but this is considered one of the most detailed stories or events uh, ever. Yeah. So if you're saying, like, he left out details, then, then others have nothing. Like, this is the most detailed. Well, what I'm saying is that the fact that Hollywood ha- wanted to snazz it up, that he didn't make it, like, Independence Day. It, it, it's his factual right. it like like what you said he just gives fact like this is just what happened to me and hollywood, he has details hollywood also did that to lone survivor that's and that, true and that's a pretty freaking amazing story yes so i'm not saying it's not amazing but i'm just saying the fact that he didn't make it elaborate makes me believe him like he didn't make it or over was, the top or he was smart enough maybe to not. but and then he hasn't ever backed down and the fact that these guys, you know how you can't keep a secret if more than one person knows. So the fact that none of these have just said, you know, they're probably all grandpas now and having, you know, their grandkid be like, Grandpa, did that really happen? I feel like that would be the time that you're like, no, that yeah. we were just young, blah, blah, blah. It was a joke. Like, no, none of them. Yeah, he's still going. Yeah. When I looked him up, so I reached out to him. Oh, did you? Yeah, I found him and I got no reply. Oh. I got no reply. I reached out to him on Facebook. I was trying to see if he had a publisher or anybody, but I couldn't find 
anybody. I think he just represents himself. I don't think yeah. he's got anybody. Um, he's got his own Facebook page where he posts. He probably gets a lot of crazies reaching out. Yeah, to I'm him. sure, but I mean, Which are you? Uh, I didn't go. I didn't come off as crazy. I, I know. am crazy, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't know that. Not by the text I sent. So yeah. Anyways, so um, just wanted to see what you know if if it'd be cool. I mean, it's never too late. You never know. But yeah. I mean, I did I did this um, probably like twice. Uh, maybe four months ago, five months ago. So it's not like I just started recently. I started a while back, maybe even longer, like six months ago I reached out. But um, anyways, yeah, I haven't heard anything. So if anybody out there knows Travis Walton, I think he still lives in... Um, in um, That area? I want to say Prescott. Yeah. Oh, Prescott's Prescott. the yeah. other... Yeah. A little further away. Yeah, he lives in that in that in Prescott area. Oh, so still or in Arizona. Or even are the other guys, where are they at? Yeah, I don't know. There, I mean, I I can look them up, I guess. So I'll figure it out. That would be, be. They don't. I don't think they do interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I read, they kind of like let it go and and put it to the past. So, which is just weird. The whole thing is weird. The whole thing is weird. So, um, so going back. To you said something about how he might believe this is real. Maybe uh-huh. it didn't happen. Maybe he just believes it, right? Why would he believe that? Why would he believe that? So what if it was fake? Mm-hmm. What if somebody faked it? Oh, yeah. So I don't know how crazy you get into conspiracy theories. I get deep mm-hmm. into conspiracy theories. And CIA shit and, you know, the yeah. murder of JFK and, you know, Martin Luther King and, you know... Um, you know what? What uh? You know the CIA was you know uh, the uh, their involvement with um, Charles Manson, right? Yeah. And how they were they were injecting people with um, you know uh, LSD and all kinds of stuff back in the the sixties and, and you know seventies, uh, just experimenting yeah. with with the effects of this stuff. You know, I mean, starting from the the forties uh, after World War Two, you know, uh, uh, trying to figure out a truth serum. You know, so there's. There's evidence that, that the CIA has, has, has done this kind of stuff, right? Or even the military, the government experimented with these type of things. Um, there was a, a program, too, where they were using uh, fake, um, what do you call it, um, just uh, like brothels, mm-hmm. right? Where they would just pay prostitutes to bring in these Johns, if you will, and they would slip LSD into them. And then mm-hmm. there would be somebody else on the other side just watching uh, how these Johns would react to the LSD. And they would have the prostitutes kind of like uh, questions they would they would give them, right? And say, you know, ask them these things. See how far, see how much they'll tell you about their job, their personal life, things like that. Yeah. And these are all CIA. These are all things that have come out. And we know these are, these are legit. These are true events that happened. Um, they were using them in prisons, right? Where they're using prisoners uh, as as test um, subjects. They were doing it in mental hospitals. So they were they were doing this. Yeah. We know this. This is all this is all real. Documented. Um, and um, that's where Charles Manson comes in, right? So that you know, while he was in prison, uh, I'm not gonna get into this because it's a whole other Another rabbit hole. <laughs> but um, you know, he met some people that were you know associated with the CIA or worked at some point as a contractor as a doctor or something for the cia and uh coming out you know he that's how he was able to do the things he did without getting caught without um without going to jail or or prison again because you got to remember when he got out in 67 i believe he got caught in 69 uh when the murder or the murders happened in 69 and um at that point he had been in life for almost half 
been in prison for almost half of his life. And so anything, if he sneezed in the wrong direction, should have put him in jail. But those two years that he was out in Northern California and San Francisco area, he did a lot of bad things that he was caught for uh, and never went to back to jail or back to prison. So obviously somebody was looking out for him, right? Anyways, I, I digress. My, <laughs> my point is the CIA has been involved in a lot of this testing stuff, yes. right? What if this was just another one yes. of those things where now they're like, okay, aliens are a big thing. What if we... We got caught because in like the late 60s, they, they got caught with this. And the, the director of the CIA, they had a new director come in and said, this is all bullshit. We can't test on, on unwilling yeah. subjects. Uh, we can't test on, on, on prisoners and all these other people. They have they have rights, too. Uh, so, you know, they, they kind of had to change their tactics. So what if now they're like, OK, so what if? What if we there's a lot of nuts out there that believe in aliens and they're always their story is always going to be like we got abducted. And to them, it's cool. You get abducted by an alien and you believe in aliens, you're going to tell everybody you got abducted by aliens and you're going to say you're going to believe that. Now, if you just get a random person, they might be like, I don't know, man, this is some weird shit. Do you think it was aliens? I don't believe in aliens, so I don't know, man. Yeah. Who was it? I don't know. And then it starts, you know, people start asking questions. Could the government be involved? The FBI, the CIA, the, the military. And you don't want that. You want people that are going to directly go, nope, it was aliens. That's who it was. That's who did it. And so they know who those people are. We read that him, Walton, mm-hmm. his brother, and his mom were already UFO kind of, you know, crazies. So, you know, if the government knows that, too easy, right? Yeah. Too easy. Too easy to trick a bunch of uh, loggers, you know, after a long day's work, middle of the night, to, to you know, trick them into, into thinking there's a UFO, you know. And they got one, and they're like, yep, we got one. Let's, let's take them you know do whatever we got to do with him and and experiment it and maybe he went through a whole trip of lsd and they you know they they tested him they probed him they did all kinds of stuff and then they you know you know dropped him off in the middle of nowhere yeah naked and said here's a quarter call your fucking mom (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's how crazy i get and i think that could be i mean that's insane to think our government could do that but could they would they yeah I mean, uh, I well, think, would I they? Think, they I, would do anything. I think you're crazy if you don't think they could or they would. Yeah. And seems, maybe it, it seems was, a little too creative, though, for our government, but, yeah. you know. But maybe they were testing how society would react because maybe, because it seems like they've, in that time span, aliens had made contact with us. We found stuff. Um, Roswell, all of this stuff's been going on. So maybe they made this elaborate scheme so that they could test how society would react to a pretty detailed, you know, six witnesses, um, no one was hurt, but how they would react to this. And for the most part, you know, most people ignored it because they don't want to believe. It's too scary. Law enforcement didn't want to believe because that is out of the realm. So pretty much society said, we don't want to know. We're not ready. Yeah, and that's happening now. Yeah. That's actually happening now. Um, we're going to have to do another show on this because recently mm-hmm. the government, um, they um, we've seen video in the past year, uh, from uh, released video from, from pilots, um, military pilots, they were chasing or tracking some kind of object in the sky and we've heard from these pilots themselves in interviews 
uh, talking about these objects they were chasing and following in the sky, and they were not of this not of this world, but not necessarily that. It could be from this world, but nothing we we have created. Yeah. Nothing that they've ever flown or known um, uh, to be to exist. So, for example, uh, the objects that they're following uh, tend to be going super fast and then turn at a at a rate that nothing they've ever seen or that even defies the laws of physics, um, you know. And so for them, it's kind of like I, I, this. This we can't explain it. We can't explain it. We haven't seen it. So they're saying it's not from this world because there's no one with this advanced technology. And if there is, you better be afraid. Yeah. If, if this is Russia, and this is another. <laughs> this is China. With this kind of technology, yes. you better be afraid because yes. we are nowhere near that technology. Or it could be U.S. technology that they're not aware of, right? Yes. But the the point is that they, you know, these people have come out and have 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 said this is not anything we've ever seen or even understand, right? How yeah. these things make these movements. This is not anything that with the type of materials, fuel, uh, you know engines uh, that we have currently that know exist this cannot happen yeah so this is something different right and now recently even more recent within the past few months the government has actually released real footage of things they cannot explain and have said these are ufos right now when when we say that everyone's like oh my god so they're admitting there's aliens no they're not admitting admitting they're aliens they're ufos right uh uh, unexplained foreign object, right? Or yeah. unidentified foreign object, right? That's all it is. So it's unidentified. It means we don't know what it is, right? It could be from this world. It could be an alien world. I don't know. Uh, but they're admitting it, right? And that's the first step. And maybe this is what they're yeah. doing now, too. Maybe they do know. And maybe they're doing what you said they were doing earlier is they were releasing a little bit at a time and see how people react. Testing the public. Just testing the public, saying, okay, look, if we tell them, like, maybe there are aliens, maybe we have used technology from downed uh, alien um, you mm -hmm. know, planes, ships, whatever, and uh, they've been holding on to this for 60, 70 years, and now they're like, okay, slowly we're going to start letting it out and see how the... Uh, the, the population reacts to it and then and one this day is the best time because one covid we're, covid we're in a pandemic so if people literally lost their shit we already have systems in place because people have already between all the protests the violence all of that they have they have distraction already in place so it it is probably a good time to try it out because People will believe anyone. No one would have ever thought a year ago if someone's like, there's going to be a pandemic and the kids can't go to school and it's so crazy. None of us would have believed it. People don't even believe it now and it's right in front of them. So it's just so interesting. It's so interesting that maybe they're like, this is the time. Let's drop it. Kind of like when you make someone mad and you're like, well, you're already mad. So let me just. Started. Started more. <laughs> yeah, add. Just stir it up. Stir. So I want to make a correction. So his book was actually The Walton Experience is what he named it. Walton. Yeah, Walton Experience. It's so kind of vanilla. Yeah, not Fire in the Sky is just the movie. I thought the movie was named after the book as well. But no, that's just the the, 
Just the movie. So The Walton Experience is the book he wrote detailing his claims. Um, and then here's another little fun fact that I just um, saw. Uh, let me see. So he actually sponsors his own UFO conference in Arizona. Calls it uh, Sky Fire Summit. See, and we need to go to that. I know. I think my friend. I need to reach out to my friend Michelle because she just bought an RV park up there. Oh yeah. And they were going to have. Isn't it Michelle? Ma- is it Michelle? I don't know. It's M A. It's one of those weird ones, right? No. Michelle. I thought it was Michelle. Oh, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. I don't know. I haven't written her a letter. So. But then they had like this 5K, and I was like, oh, I really want to do it. But then, of course, COVID. So it all got canceled. But it's like right now. It's like literally right now. It would have been right like this weekend. Mm. <gasps> That's crazy. So check this out. 30 years after the book's release, mm-hmm. Walton appeared on the Fox game show, The Moment of Truth, mm-hmm. and was asked if he, in fact, was abducted by a UFO. He replied, yes. The polygraph test determined he was lying. Well, if you put me on a game show, oh, I was going to be scared. 30 years later, though. I know, you but know I, I would mean? be nervous and scared. And I, you're going to ask me something about being sexually assaulted by an alien, my victimization, and I'm on a game show, and then that's going to throw off the polygraph. So, hmm, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not buying it. It's weird, man. This is a weird case. It is. No one's ever been able to what did he do for five days if it was fake what did he do for how did he disappear did he go into the woods how did they not find evidence of another track the 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 truck didn't drive somewhere else and drop him off did they leave him somewhere did they did they never take him and they left him where Where did the boo-boos come from medical boo-boos i mean you could make those right yeah but you'd need a needle like to put it like, because it was like he got his blood drawn. Yeah. I mean, that's different. It's like, I mean, maybe if you have a needle or something, but weird. So, apparently, there was also, um, they were saying he was trying to use countermeasures when taking the polygraph test originally and all these other things, like holding his breath. And there's little tricks you can do to kind of, you know, mess up all those tricks. Where are you, you going? You plan on. No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm Applying just saying. Applying for a job if, at the FBI or something? If or I, I don't know. You never know when you're going to need to fake a polygraph. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that might be That's good true. information. That's true. Maybe that can be a... T- <gasps> I've heard that if you put a thumb thumbtack in your in your boot or in your shoe, and then you, like, by your toes, and then every time they ask you a question, you push down on it to it hurts you. You know, not, obviously not yeah. all the way through, but so it pricks you. It sends some type of sensation where it kind of messes with it, mm. and so they can't get a, a good reading. Um, that would be a but good tells sure. from the guard tower because that sounds like a conversation that Joes and Josephines would sit around and be like, "I've I faked a polygraph. I did this. I did that." We'll have to get somebody in here that's taken one. I've never yeah, taken I've a never polygraph. Yeah, I've never taken one either. So, and I would. I, it always makes me nervous. Like my friend took it, and she goes, "The thing is, is that they, like." They made it easy for her as far as, like, um, have you ever stolen from work? Well, everyone's stolen a pin. Maybe you didn't steal it because you were going to sell it, but you took a pin home, and so people start getting crazy. So what they do now is, like, um, they say not anything like office supplies or anything like that. Have you ever – they word it differently Hmm. so that your – so that – 
Like if you're nervous, it's like, oh, okay, none of that applies. You know, they they she said they made it really easy. So, well, that's not the point, right? But I well, that's <laughs> well, I guess because I so guess many really people were her. failing. Well, so many people were failing because some people are just like yeah, like Tristan. And they say that polygraphs is, are not even as as um as um, accurate. accurate as as people used to think they were so i don't know yeah it that sounds more hubble yeah tristan would fail everything yeah because he would be so nervous he'd yeah. be like yeah that one time i did i stole this or blah 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 or, not even why are you not asking even, me that? not even stole it just like, like i i looked at it and i it was in someone else's station and i borrowed it to to use to it to write. write and then i forgot to put it back in that station and i left it on my station and that yes. to you would think that's stealing yes you know? like, like he would like he would just be so nervous about it so um I so I just don't I I I believe in a UFO more than I believe in a polygraph. Mm, you believe aliens out there. So that that's the final question. Mhm. Aliens real or not? Real. They Team exist. Walton. There's something mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. There's something out there. Yes, and I also think that you like on a religious thing, you can still believe in God because if you think God's all empowering, you don't think he can run like multiple universes? But then that kind of, does that fuck with the whole Jesus story? No, because Jesus You think could, there was another Jesus somewhere else? I thought no, it was his only... I think he could come and go. Like he could, I mean, he, he was only here for 30 years, 33 mm-hmm, years. 33. So. Just like John Belushi. Yeah. And John, um, I mean, um, I, I thought there Chris was, Farley. No, I thought there was 27. 33. 33, okay. 33, ma'am. Don't you question me. I would not question you on Chris your Farley. Idol. Chris yeah. Farley. Anyways, yep. What I, do you uh, believe? I believe aliens are real, ma'am. Ooh. Believe aliens are real. Uh, it's too crazy. It's too big of a world. Too. Too much going on out there not to believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, to think that there's nothing else out there, even just the way humans, you know, were created, mm-hmm. the way we came up from nothing, mm-hmm. single cell organisms to this life, everything, yeah. plants, animals, earth, the universe. There's it's all. It's too crazy to think we're the only ones on this little small planet. The odds were in our favor that this is it, and if there's, oh, like there is multi, you know, or millions of universes and stars and mm-hmm. galaxies, then there's got to be, the odds are, another planet like this. We right? are not alone. Maybe this planet started millions, millions of years before ours, mm-hmm. billions of years before ours, you know, right? And, and there's so probably some that is not as old. So there's still like cavemen in the Maybe. other places. That's another that's another, and yep. other places. So we're ahead of these guys, but don't get all fancy pants because there's some that are way ahead. Or we can even start talking about how what if we are the only ones we we, we were lucky enough to to land on this rock. Yes. This organism that came from outer space that landed on this rock that started life and this rock that had the perfect temperature, the perfect everything was far enough from the sun, close mm-hmm. enough, it had everything right. We let's say we are the only ones lucky enough to do this, and aliens are just us from the future. 
or another dimension. I don't know how that, I don't know if you know how that all works, but like I said, that could be a whole other show. They just came back. To just visit how the apes are doing. They just come back and check on the apes. That's how we used to be. What if we came back and we taught ourselves the Egyptians, the Aztecs, the Mayans, how to build Fire these things. and all that. Just be like, stay with me. Stay with me. Fire. We'll advance ourselves earlier. Yes, let's get this going. Let's get it going. Yeah. No, because I would fuck with everything. But, I mean, you would just advance that much more. Like, if you really... Elon Musk would do that in a heartbeat. Because so, he'd be like, I want to get this going. Like, if we so started on Mars... So he'd go travel to the past... So or now, he would send people to implement this. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. Time so travel is a whole let's, other. Let's, let's get rid of time travel. Let's go back to just aliens then. Okay. Aliens, what if aliens saw this and, you know, they're, like I said, what if they're just us, you know, billions of years ahead? Yeah. So they've evolved into something very different. Mm-hmm. And they came to this planet and saw some potential and said, oh, look at those apes. Mm-hmm. Let's implant some of our alien DNA into these apes. Mm. And that's where you get humans. Because all they are is humanoids, but advanced humanoids yeah. from another planet. Um, so there's a lot of questions. That is. This is uh, this has been one of my favorite uh, Tales from the Guard Tower. It's been entertaining and fun. Yeah. Last month was awesome. It was probably, <laughs> like I said, the, the most controversial one, and, mm-hmm. and it's the most popular one by far. So we're probably gonna have to go back to that one, mm-hmm. or that topic again of the missing women of Juarez. Yeah. Uh, but that one was was tough. That was. It was yeah, tough it was to get sad. through because it it's sad. sad. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's but but fun. it's it's a good it's a good topic. It's a very serious topic, and mm-hmm. uh, as much as we like to get serious and and get real. Um, we kind of like to have fun. This yeah. podcast is about fun, but every once in a while we do get, we get uh, our, our journalist hats on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and investigate uh, Wikipedia. That's about, <laughs> as, that's about as far as we, we investigate, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's the first one that comes up. No, no, that one was close because of, that's I grew up yes. hearing about it, talking about it, knowing like about it, living. Like you knew it before it was, I was mainstream. Yeah, I was living it. You yeah. know, um, <clears throat> we were we were talked about it as kids like be careful in these areas don't go here don't go there because of that if you don't know what we're talking about go back to last uh, month's uh, tales from the guard tower so uh, the missing women of Juarez and you'll know what we're talking about but today was fun today yeah. was fine it was light uh, I believe in aliens you believe in aliens yes. um, and I believe in Walton even um, more so I want to talk to him so everybody knows where, where this guy is Travis Walton write him uh, a letter Prescott, I don't know his, a- his address. I just have his uh, Facebook. But anyways, uh, let me know. Connect yeah. us. We'd, we'd love to do another show on this and, and hear him talk about his his thoughts on, on aliens. Obviously, we know how he feels, but I um, want to get his uh, firsthand experience on the podcast. So awesome. let us know how you feel. What do you yeah. think about aliens, UFOs, all the shit that's going on right now? Anyways... I think that's it, Crystal. Yeah. We're all out of time. Guess what? Our, our this, shift our shift is done. No, this show was out of this world. This show is out of this world. You know what else is out of this world? What? Alien Donuts, one of our sponsors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should have made Alien Donuts our main sponsor for this show. We should have had them. Well, yeah. But you're drinking alien juice. Uh, from absinthe. 
Yeah. It's great. It's delicious. It's but green. That's alien. Anyways. Um, all right, guys. For Crystal, I believe in aliens. Reedy. <laughs> that was a shitty name. I know. I thought you were going to go with Crystal the Mindy Reedy. What do you want me to call you? I don't know. I just feel like I'm a Mindy. I would be you're nice. A friend? I would be nice. Like if an alien popped in, I'd be like, "We should probably hide you because you know people are crazy." And then I would help them acclimate, and I would laugh with them when they did silly stuff. I would be a Mindy. Okay, I got it. Okay. Uh, let's redo this ending. Okay. All right. For Crystal, I love little green men. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside the wire. Aguire. Nanu Nanu, everybody. Nanu Nanu. Have you all heard of Valor's Veterans Community AZ? Well, let me tell you about them. They are a 501c3 nonprofit which helps organize social gatherings and volunteer opportunities for veterans and their families. VVC was created in 2018 by our good friend Ro Gonzalez. You may have heard him on this show before. Uh, this guy's awesome, man. He's got the hookup to all sorts of sporting events, movie premieres, and all kinds of cool shit. Bringing like-minded people together not only allows everyone to share resources, but also helps reconnect that bond military members had while they were still in the service. VVC AZ also holds a monthly coffee social the third Saturday of every month where local organizations can share their resources. Their goal is to build Arizona's strongest veteran community by engaging veterans one at a time. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and ValorsVeteransCommunityAZ.org.